0: what's up skin and soul fam it's your host taylor lionbaugh here super excited super pumped back to be here with you all for another episode today and this is our eighth episode which is pretty crazy We're we're officially two months into skin and soul and in doing all the things we're doing and it's just been such a fun experience so just want to say thank you for tuning in today and little bit about what we're going to go into today, as you could probably tell from the caption of this, um, I want to talk about fear. And I know that's something that, you know, we all experience something that we all deal with on a day to day basis. But I really want to talk about fear in the sense of how to overcome it how to kind of almost befriend your fears in life that way you're able to overcome them and and push forward and pursue those things that we are afraid of um but in like a healthy way so I really want to talk about that it's something that I've gotten very comfortable doing lately and I just feel like such a big burden has been lifted off my shoulders since I've really been able to just kind of do the things that I desire to do without being worried, um, or stressed about, you know, what other people are going to think or what so-and-so, um, you know, might say about it, or, you know, we always are just so self-critical and really more than anyone else's opinion, honestly, like our own matters the most at the end of the day. But a lot of times, you know, everyone likes to weigh in on things that we're doing. And a lot of times I think, the fear kind of holds us back a little bit. So I want to talk about that and just kind of how to persevere through fear and, um, you know, use it to your advantage instead of standing in your own way, because that's something I feel like uh, we unintentionally do a lot, especially um, if you've had, you know, struggles in the past with kind of like finding your voice and, and feeling like what you have to say matters. If I feel a certain way about something, then my feelings are they're real. Like they are factual in my personal opinion. You know what I mean? It's like, maybe not, they're not all scientifically proven necessarily, but it's more just, if I feel a certain way, like that energy exists within me, that is a powerful thing. That's like, you know, it's more than just a feeling. It's, it's something that exists inside of us and and has the ability to expand. And, And you may be listening to this and being like, what is she talking about? But think about it you know, when you're just chilling at a red light and you are in a hurry and that feeling within you, that's like mother ever, like, please turn green. That is something that you can kind of like personify and relate to. Like we've all been in that scenario, I feel like, but just that feeling of, you know, like stress and anxiety and like, come on, come on, come on. Like, let's go, let's go. That feeling that you feel in your body, just think about that for a minute. You cannot tell me that that doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Like if someone was like, no, you're not feeling that you'd be like, sir. Yes, I am. (laughs) So that just goes to show anything that we feel. I just want you to know those feelings are real. They are true. And there's nothing wrong with having, you know, different opinions or feelings, or maybe you want to take a different path than somebody else might. And there's nothing wrong with that period. Like we are all unique we're all individual and there's nothing wrong with being a little bit different. If anything, that's a good thing. And I feel like kind of learning to embrace that and embrace originality has been something that's been so healing for me. And a huge part of that has truly been being able to kind of make friends with fear and, and face it head on and and then do these things that I'm going to kind of explain to you guys as this episode continues. But do these things, um, just to really kind of like overcome that fear. And then you just are so much more free. Like, I feel like fear just truly holds us back from a lot of things in life. So really just becoming friendly with that and looking at it in the eye and confronting it is like the biggest first step. And, you know, we'll go ahead and talk about that here in a sec, but just want to give you a little preface of what we're going to talk about. So Um, as always, I want to start off with our must have of the week. Um, and then of course I'm going to do our lovely diaphragmatic breath that I know you love. And if you don't, you're going to learn to love it because we're going to do it every single episode. So, um, I think maybe let's go ahead and start with that. Uh, so if you're in a place where you can, you know, kind of take a quieter moment, um, wherever you might be, uh, except for if you're driving, please keep your eyes open for safety precautions. But if you are in a place where you can shut your eyes, I do invite you to do that with me just because I think it's a great way to really center and and just kind of like touch in with yourself. You're not going to be distracted by anything else going on around you. So if you have that opportunity, I invite you to do so. And we're going to take three deep, deep, deep diaphragmatic breaths. So I want you to inhale all the air that you possibly can. Inhale deeply through your heart space, your chest. I really want your lungs to just fill up with all the air possible. We're going to hold it for a few seconds. We're going to suspend the breath. And then as you exhale, you can exhale at your mouth or your nose. I don't care. Pick your poison. Um, but when you exhale, I want you to imagine all of the negativity, um, you know, any like toxic behaviors or habits or thoughts or any fear, since we're talking about fear, fear, of course, but any like negative emotions or, or things that are making us not feel, like we can totally be 100% in the now within ourselves, I want you to exhale all of that. So whether it's stress, tension, anxiety, fear, discomfort, lack of confidence, whatever it may be, I want you to just imagine your body like releasing all of that as you exhale each time. And if you choose to do so, I personally like to do this. This is just like a good visual activity that I like to do. But when you inhale, I want you to imagine you're inhaling all of these good things, all the, you know, attributes and qualities and mindset perspective, anything like that. I want you to imagine that you're inhaling all of this good, whatever that means to you, it's going to be different for everyone. Whether you need a little confidence in your life or positivity or kindness or peace or Um, you want your, you know, heart space to expand. So you're able to love a little bit deeper and a little bit harder, like whatever it is, I want you to just imagine yourself inhaling all of those good, good qualities. And when we exhale, you want to envision exhaling all of the negativity from your body, whether it's, you know, fear, which is the common denominator here between this breathing exercise and today's episode, of course, we're talking about fear. So let's release some fear. What about any insecurity, any discomfort, any, toxicity, any stress, any anxiety, anything like that. I want you to imagine yourself exhaling that. And this is kind of a breathing exercise that I personally love to do. That is accompanied by some visualization that really just kind of really puts it into perspective of the power of breath. So we're going to go ahead and do that together now. So I'll go ahead and have you take a deep, 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 deep breath in. Hold it. Go ahead and exhale. All the stress and the negativity, anything negative that's existing in the body currently, we wanna just release that. Go ahead and take two more deep breaths. Again, inhaling all the good. Hold that. Exhale. Any bad vibes, just get them out, release those. Last time, make this your biggest inhale yet. Breathe in a little more. And release. Good stuff, man. I love a few deep breaths to start, but Thank you for doing that with me if you're new here. That is something we like to do every episode. And if you're accustomed to all the SNS fun, then you know we do that every time. So thank you for joining me for that. I'd love to do that just to get us recentered and, and ready for the rest of the episodes. So thanks for joining in. And now that we've done that, I think we're good to go ahead and dive into our must-have of the week and our little mini goals. Okay, so it's like the most random must-have, but we have just been devouring these. We love them so much. In the package that we got from Costco, it was really pretty afford. I mean, it was like $15 or something like that, but it comes with 50 of these little mini breakfast sausage links. And you can freeze them. Like, obviously, 50 is like a ton for just us two, but we keep most of them frozen and then we just like thaw them out the night before we use them just in the fridge. Um, And then they're also just kind of meant to be refrigerated, but either way. So if you're like, okay, 50 is kind of like a ton, it is, but you're able to freeze them and they last a lot longer that way. So they are just the best little chicken sausages links. They're so good. And I have the ingredients pulled up here so I can share those with you, but Let's see. So it's chicken raised without antibiotics and then 2% or less of the following. Spices, sea salt, water, parsley, rosemary, extract, and vinegar. And that's it. So there's no nitrates. There's no like additives, preservatives, nothing like that. It's like pretty simple, which I love. Because I feel like a lot of times more like quote unquote processed meats um, can be full of like a bunch of crap. So I just like that these are a little bit more simple and they're so flavorful. They're mild. Personally, I love spice, but I do really love the flavors of these. They're very like herby and just so good. So we have been loving those and that is like the most random must have, but it's my must have because it's so good. And another must-have for me this week is the Trio Rebalancing Moisture Treatment from Skin Better. I'm literally obsessed with Trio, you guys. Chloe gave me um, just like one of the small travel sizes of it to try out. And I hate to say this, but like I'm hooked. I'm in love. It's seriously the best moisturizer I've ever used. It's so silky on the skin. My skin feels so hydrated after using it, but it doesn't feel heavy or like greased down or anything. And This product's incredible because not only is it, you know, moisturizing and hydrating, but it also has the ability to rebalance the oils in the skin. So if you're lacking oil, it helps to rebalance the oil production. Maybe you're overproducing oil. Again, it helps to rebalance that oil production. So it's just kind of at an even rate, super hydrating, full of ceramides. So, so, so silky on the the skin. I'm just like obsessed with it. It's like my favorite. And my little travel size guy had 25 pumps in it and I used it. It actually lasted me longer than I thought it would though. Like those pumps go far, but I used all of it. Um, I finished it. I think it was yesterday and I'm like, okay, next shift. Like I'm buying the full bottle. Like I'm hooked. It's so good. I love it. So that's another one of my must-haves. If you have been on the hunt for a good moisturizer, highly recommend trying Trio. She is worth every penny. She's She pricey, but she worth it. I mean, my skin just feels like so luxurious after using that. And I feel like a really awesome moisturizer is kind of hard to come by. So this one's definitely been my favorite one that I have used thus far. I'm just obsessed. So those are my two must-haves, chicken sausage and trio, baby. What a combo. (laughs) But um, moving into our mini goal, this week... I really kind of have just like a random mini goal, but I have this, like my toxic trait, I have this weird habit of not finishing the books I read. Like I'll start a book, seriously read like 90% of it and then just never finish it. I don't know why it's like so weird, but I have three or four books hanging out right now that I need to finish that I'm just like barely on the tail end of that I just like haven't finished yet because every time I get through like a majority of it, and then I'm like, okay, I can start another book now. So then I'll start another one. But then I like get sucked into that one. And then I don't ever finish the other one. So right now the books I'm reading, I just want to finish them this week. You know, there's like two or three specifically that I have just a few pages left of a few pages meaning like 20 or 30. But I'm like, I need to just get through and finish these because it's been way too long. And finishing them will kind of open up the opportunity for me to read new books and like purchase new books, rent new books, whatever I might do. But Um, I've been hearing lots of good reading recommendations from friends and I'm just like dying to start a new book, but I'm not letting myself do it until I finish the books that I'm already currently reading because your girl's the worst and I just got to finish them. So that's my mini goal. And maybe you, you know, aren't currently reading a book, but you'd like to start. I highly suggest joining in on me, joining in with this, um, joining in on this with me. Is that right? I think it is. But how I suggest you do this little journey with me, Um, just kind of like staying committed to it. I feel like doing that collectively is like a little community has been really motivating to me to do. And speaking of that, last week's goal, I really wanted to record the podcast, not the night before, because last week's episode was so crazy. River literally didn't get home to like 10 30 and we were like half asleep recording the episode, but it was so fun. So I'm so glad that worked out. But I was like, no, we're releasing it on Valentine's Day, like, period. Like, I don't care how busy I've been, we are releasing it tomorrow. So we're recording this and we're editing it tonight. And we did, but it was kind of stressful, and I don't want it to feel that way. I always want the pod to feel really lighthearted. Like, I love when you guys give me feedback saying, like, oh, it just feels like we're like besties. Like, I feel like I'm on FaceTime with you. Like I, I love that. And I always want it to feel very lighthearted and kind of more just like a chit chat between like two friends or like, I'm your like big sister. Like I am the oldest, like sibling. I am the big sister to all my sisters. And I like embody that. I love that energy, like big sister energy for life. Like I love that. So I just want this to feel super lighthearted, like I've said, and always um, want it to be something fun for me to do. I never want it to feel like a chore or like something I have to do. I always want it to feel like something that I get to do and that I look forward to doing. And I, I totally feel that way right now. It's been Sorry, I'm adjusting my chair. It's been so fun though. I've absolutely loved recording this with you guys and and just kind of getting to know you better and creating this a bit more of like a personal relationship with you has been so rewarding for me in so many ways. And I'm just really grateful for that. And I want to keep it lighthearted. So that was my goal for last week. And I feel like recording it early, which I am doing right now, has been so nice just because I'm not stressed out about it and it doesn't take any of the fun out when it doesn't make it like more of like an anxious thing or like a last minute thing. Like I'm really able to sit and dedicate my time to this and and really be um, open and be just like mindful and and in the present moment with you, which you guys all deserve. And I'm just grateful for you for tuning in today. So thanks again. Um, But yeah, that's my mini goal. Finish my books. I want to continue to record the pod at a decent time during the week. So it doesn't feel last minute. And I just, that's my, my vibe right now. So Going forward, now we're going to kind of just get into the rest of today's episode and I want to talk about fear with you guys. So kind of how to overcome fear, what it feels like, and some of my um, kind of like how-to steps on how to overcome it. So something that I feel like gets overlooked a lot, honestly, and something that can be kind of hard for us to do in the first place is recognize what it is that actually is holding us back. Like what it is that is causing that fear to to weld up within us. And just a little bit on fear and, and kind of why I want to talk about this. I feel like lately I have been so awesome at this. And part of it's just due to some like shadow work I've been doing and, and just kind of becoming more mindful. But in the moment when I feel something scary come up or I'm feeling that fear, I feel the fear and I do it regardless. Like I just go with it anyway. I just kind of like, I don't ignore the fear. That's not the right word. I like recognize it. I honor it. I feel it. I let it have, I let it have its moment. And then I'm like, okay, bestie, you got to go. Like it's time for me to shine. So you can't be here for that because we cannot coexist. Me shining and fear do not exist in the same realm. So the fear's got to go because I'm shining period. So with that being said, I've just been like really good at kind of getting over my fear and and just kind of getting good at recognizing it and understanding what it feels like in my body, what my triggers are and how to overcome it. And really just how to like stay out of my own way. Honestly, like, I feel like that's something a lot of us have trouble with. That's something I've kind of like realized that I've, I've recognized in other people and totally recognized within myself. But a lot of times we stand in our own way. Like we can be so self-deprecating. And a lot of times when you know, there's like something we want to do or or an idea we have and we feel good about it. Then all of a sudden that voice in our head starts up. That's like, no, like, I don't think, you know, you, you aren't good enough basically is like what it tells us. Like, no, you can't do that. Like you're, you know, no one's going to listen to that or no one's going to want to see that. Or, you know, it's just not going to be successful. Like they might be able to do it, but you don't have what it takes. Like, you know, when that kind of energy starts to kick in, and that really is kind of the root of fear, that like disbelief, that uh, insecurity, all of that stems from fear. So when I say fear, I'm not necessarily saying like, you know, you're afraid of spiders or you're afraid of natural disasters or whatever. I mean, of course, those are genuine fears and totally respect and get it. But like what I mean by fear is just that feeling, that uncomfortable feeling that restricts you from from growing, basically. Like we like to stay in our own little bubbles of comfort and just float around in there because it's familiar and it's quote unquote safe but there's literally no growth unless you pop that bubble and explore elsewhere like you have to get out of your self-comfort bubble to be able to explore to be able to grow to be able to push yourself to expand and to really kind of like step up your game and i think that's so important so that's a big reason we're talking about this And lately I've just been really gotten, I've, I've really gotten good at being in the habit of just looking fear in the eye and being like, not today, (laughs) no, you're gone. Goodbye. There's the door. See ya. Like I'm freaking doing this and you can't stop me. And that's been like, so rewarding. So I just want to share with you guys some tips on that and how to do it. And also share kind of like my own personal experience with this and why I'm, you know, really honing in on this and how it relates to the podcast. So we'll definitely get into that. But just moving forward, here's a couple of my favorite tips for overcoming fear in general and how to get out of your own way. So, first and foremost, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, you have to be able, and honestly, I'm gonna be honest, this is like the hardest thing to do, but you have to be able to look inward. You have to be strong enough to look inward, look and and recognize the darkness that and like the fear and the anxieties that exist within yourself. You have to be able to look at that and recognize what it is, look at it in the face. You have to do that to overcome it. And this is sometimes the most painful part, especially if some of the fears or or like deeply rooted disbeliefs we have about ourselves or insecurities, things like that do tend to stem from childhood and like, you know, experiences that we may have gone through when we were younger. And a lot of these things just slowly develop over time, but they have such a strong influence over us. It's crazy. So it's like, being able to recognize what fear looks like for you, how it manifests in your body, just learning more about your fear, where it stems from, why it's there in the first place can honestly be the most painful part of this healing process. But you have to do that. You have to look at it in the face. Like when, you know, let me, I like just going to give you an example of, you know, again, how that relates to the podcast. But like, for me, I had wanted to do a podcast for so long. You guys like. I had always wanted to do it, but yeah, I really, really wanted to start the podcast. I'd been really wanting to start one for quite some time and I had like kind of gone back and forth even before I was going to aesthetic school, even before I had any idea this was in the cards for me. Like I was always interested in doing something like creating some sort of like other platform or brand for myself. Like I started a little Instagram page that I was going to post. I posted like healthy recipes and like wellness tips and stuff like that on and I made one YouTube video. <laughs> it's like, so iconic and funny. I love it. Sometimes I watch it and I'm like, she is so awesome. I love her for trying this, but, um, I just kind of found that that was way too much like editing and like stress for me. So I decided that was not it. But after I started listening to podcasts, I was like, wow, I think I could totally see myself having a podcast someday. And really what pushed me to, to kind of move forward with that is as i was getting lots of feedback towards the end of last year like october november december people being like you know i would give um like i talked at my graduation and um just like giving advice to other people and like even just conversations i had with educators and stuff like i had heard from multiple people like wow like you have an ability to like speak really well <laughs> and i was like really oh, i don't feel like i do but okay Um, you know, I say I'm definitely not the most like professional speaker. I definitely have some lingo that I use and, and I say, um, and some other things quite often that I'm working on, but people just seem to kind of give me a lot of feedback. Like we really, you know, you would be awesome giving talks or like doing something with your voice. So that really made me kind of be like, wow, I think a podcast would be awesome for me to, to really like try to you know, try out, like, I think I could, you know, that would be a good thing for me and kind of give me a little outlet and be able to bond more with all my little, like my cute little community, you know, since this was at a point when I had my aesthetics page up and all of that. So I was kind of like, really thinking it would be so fun. And I had listened to some other podcasts of people that I admired in the industry. Um, the Blondest Podcast by Dallas Esthetician. I obviously love that podcast. That was one of the first aesthetics ones I ever listened to. And then when Maddie and Chloe released Face to Face, I was like obsessed with that. I still am obsessed with all these. I listen to these weekly, but that was a really fun one. And then Lauren from Faceplant Aesthetics started her Getting Skin to podcast, which I also love. So There's lots of people that had podcasts um, close to me. And then of course, there's like the Skin Club podcast by my cute Arizona girlies. And there's so many awesome podcasts out there by people that I looked up to. And I was listening too often. And I just was like, you know what? I think I could do that. Like, I think I would love that. I think it would be good for me and I want to do it. And I felt like I was getting little signs from, you know, the universe to to try something new like that. And so that's when I was like, I really want to do this. I really want to do this. And you know, that's again, like right when that voice starts up, that's like, no, like I don't think we could do it. Like we don't even know what equipment do you even need. And like, what do we like, I just had no idea how to do anything. I'm like, how am I going to make an intro and what are we going to even talk about? And, You know, is, is anyone even going to listen to what we have to say? Like, these are like the thoughts going on in my head. Right. And going forward with that too, it's just like, I feel like sometimes, and this is again, standing in our own way, like the only thing holding me back was just this fear in my head, this little negative voice that was just telling me basically that I'm not good enough, that I'm not worthy and that I can't do it is basically what that voice to sum it up was telling me. And I just listened to it for some time, even though I really wanted to do it. And then one day, um, I just was like, screw that. I'm doing it. And I bought a mic and I bought all the things I needed and I was like, screw it. I'm just going to do it. I just don't even care anymore. And I just was able to push past that fear and ignore it and kick it out of my little house inside my head and be like, no, you need to take the train to the next town, buddy, because you're not staying here anymore. And I just pushed through and started the podcast and it's been such a rewarding amazing experience. I've met so many amazing people and gotten to just connect with you guys on a deeper level. And it just means the world to me when I hear feedback from you guys. Like it seriously makes me so happy because it just makes all the effort that I'm putting in worth it. You know, just to even know that one person benefited from an episode that you learned something that you thought, you know, Oh, that was funny or that was relatable, or that's true. Like I should try that, you know, like any of those type of feedback, I love so much. I'm here for it because that's truly what keeps me going. Like I am totally solo in doing this. Like I come up with all the content, like the topics myself. I obviously record everything alone. I edit everything alone. I create, um, you know, the little intros, the titles, the cover art I created, the intro I created, everything I have done solo this whole time. And it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of work every week to sit down and conceptualize an idea and and try to think of things that you guys might like to listen to and to learn from and hear from me and really like pour my heart out this whole time and edit all of it like it's a lot of work but it's so fun and it's so worth it it literally makes me so happy it's like one of my favorite things to do every week I just absolutely love it I can't reiterate that enough but I never would have known this feeling I never would have gotten to this point um without pushing past that fear and, and just trying and honestly like What really did it for me is I sat there and I was kind of questioning some things within myself and it it just kind of was an aha moment, but it was like, what separates me from those that have successful podcasts? Like literally, what is the difference between me and -and so-and-so? What is the difference? Is there any true difference? And the only thing I could come up with was the fact that they started. They were willing to try. They pushed past their fear, their stress about it. They started. That was literally... The only difference I was like, there's no reason that they could be successful. And I can't besides the fact that I'm holding myself back by letting this voice in my head, like get, get to me and, and, and hold me back from doing this. So once I realized that it was like, it kind of bugged me. I was like, I'm not going to like stand in my own way. Like, no, I'm just going to try it. And if it flops and if everyone hates it, well, whatever, at least I tried, you know, (laughs) but with all that being said, you really have to just figure out how to look your fear in the face. Like, you know, we're, I don't know, scared of the monster underneath our bed or hiding in the closet or whatever, you have to be strong enough to get up out of bed and whip open the closet door and be like, yo, I see you. You look at it in the face, be like, I see you. And once you're able to do that, then you are kind of like in more of a seat of power and you are in charge and you have the ability to be like, get out, like leave. You're done, goodbye. And you can just kind of like get rid of it. Just discard it. Just be like, I see you. I felt you, I recognize you and now your time is done. It's time for you to go get rid of it. And then it just reveals so much more like openness for you, you feel so much more free. I felt so much more free since I've kind of just discarded any fear that comes up, especially when my gut and you know, you would know this, like of course there's fear that exists that's like protective truly protective of us but when you have a good feeling about something or you're optimistic or you're excited and you want to try and you want to you know do this that or the other thing and then all of a sudden that voice comes into your head that's like no literally no you're not no then that's the time when you're like hey I recognize you you're one of the little mean monsters in my closet and I don't like you and it's time for you to go and then you kick them out so really recognizing that and understanding the root of it is truly the most painful part. But the second you're able to face it and you're able to look at it in the face and be like, Hey, your time's done. You step into that seat of power. You become so much more empowered through that experience and recognizing it really lets you know how to decipher it and and get rid of it. And you really wouldn't be able to do that without understanding where your fear stems from and whatnot. So that is first and foremost, my tip number one And also with that, I think some like visualization exercises are really important for helping to overcome fear. And what I mean by that, just use your imagination, get creative. I want you to, even this can be like something you journal. This can be something you seriously just like close your eyes and visualize, but you need to think about some of the different things that cause fear for you, that cause anxiety. Think about those situations and then visualize like what would the best version of myself, the highest version of myself, my highest self is what you know, you'll hear me refer to that as, what would the best version of myself do in this situation? How would she handle it? Like, what would she do? Would she freak out and give in and be like, yeah, oh yeah, I suck. Like, there's no way I could do that. Uh, Like, no, no, I'm not even going to try. Like, I'm not worth it. Like, you know, look at me compared to them. Like, there's no way, you know, like, are you really going to, would your best self really give into those feelings? Would she? Like, no, she wouldn't. She'd be like, screw you. I'm doing what I want. Like, honestly, Like, you have to just visualize what the highest version of yourself would do, what the most peaceful outcome is, how she can, you know, sort the pieces out and, and, and choose to overcome that. And, and I think this visualization really at least helped me. I'm very much a visual person. So kind of just like understanding that and, and visualizing what I would do in a situation where fear and anxiety starts to pop up kind of helps better prepare you for the time when it actually happens in real life like you're just better equipped to handle those emotions because you've kind of practiced you visualized and you put yourself in this position mentally before so you're you're mentally stronger and you're and you're more equipped to handle that situation so I love doing that and um you know doing that also just I think better expands your sense of self which is super important really for overcoming fear just becoming more comfortable in the seat that you sit um in yourself and and all of that so i think that's really great to do and going along with that breath work is so important this is another reason i love to do deep breathing at the very beginning of my episodes is because honestly like i do do it for you guys but i do it for me like it's scary to be here it's it's honestly like a very vulnerable place to just be here and talk and let you guys kind of hear and see this other side of me that is kind of unseen to some other like to others like in general you wouldn't really know as much as as you do about me without listening to the podcast like i feel like it's a very like vulnerable state so honestly the breaths are a lot of the times for me like i need to do those to kick any anxiety any fear any stress about recording get rid of it and just be like no i'm here in the now i'm being mindful this is you know i i just try to like really envision like why i'm doing these podcast episodes and it's just for fun because I love it. I love connecting with you guys. I love educating. I just think it's so much fun. And so those deep breaths I do at the beginning of the episode are, are really for that and to get us kind of all in the same center mind. Um, and I think breathing definitely comes into overcoming fear because the power of breath is so strong. Like it helps to calm anxiety. It helps us to focus. It's purifying to the blood. It's very, just like a good moment to just get centered and, um, you know, I mean, think about it. Like when we are in a panic, we are really fearful. A lot of times we tend to have really short, like quick pace breaths, like, like you're panicking, like you're stressed. You're not really getting those deep diaphragmatic breathing in and out. And that is like the opposite of what we want to be doing. So in those moments where we feel like, Ooh, that feeling like is tense, it's stress, it's, it's, it's coming up and we want to start like panicking doing these deep diaphragmatic breaths and, and just being mindful of your breathing. It's almost like just your, your awareness goes to your breath. And that is almost in some ways, like relieves some of the anxieties and fears that we might be feeling, but also the actual physical effects that deep breathing has on our body is so beneficial for kind of getting us out of that headspace of fear and getting us um, more present. So I highly suggest, you know, the second you start feeling those feelings of fear welled up in the body and, and, you know, like those, those negative intrusive thoughts, like, oh, I'm not good enough, or she's better than me or whatever it is start doing some of those deep breaths because that will really change your perspective. It's it's the opposite of that panic, of that fear. We're changing that and we're physically moving to a deep, deep breathing to really center us and to ground us. And I think that that's super important in overcoming fear as well. And that will really kind of teach you Um, You you become a master after doing it after a while, you just become more comfortable with that and starting to do that is super effective. So I love doing that. And along with that too, just practicing mindfulness And, and we've talked about that kind of throughout this whole episode, but really just becoming aware that, you know, I think understanding the foundational belief that you and your thoughts are not the same. They are not you and your thoughts are separate you are detached. It's a subject object relationship, meaning you are the subject, your thoughts are the object. So think about like whatever you're doing right now, look at the thing in front of you. Is it your phone? Is it a mirror? Is it, you know, your steering wheel? Is it, um, I don't know your ceiling. I don't know whatever it is that you're looking at think about the object in front of you. Recognize that there is an object sitting in front of you and you are looking at it. So for me, I'm looking at the microphone I'm talking into right now. I can see it. And I recognize that it is the object. I am the subject. I am viewing the object in front of me. And it's literally the same with your thoughts, guys. Like, When you start to get these negative thoughts, you have to differentiate between you and your thoughts because you guys are not the same. You in this situation, again, are the subject. Your thoughts are the object. You are just the being, the existence that feels the feelings, that is observing the thoughts as they pass by. But you and your thoughts are not the same. Like These negative thoughts that come, that create these fears and these anxieties within us, we have the ability to say, like, no, go away because we do not, we are not the same as our thoughts. It's just the same thing as the thing you're looking at in front of you. Your ability to see that and recognize that you are separate from it is the same thing with your thoughts. And really being mindful is is understanding that, like taking a, a deeper seat in yourself and just being like, okay, these emotions, these feelings, they can come and go. And I see them, I recognize them, I feel them, but I don't have to you know, have my life be dictated by them. Like I am the one in the driver's seat. Your thoughts aren't. You are. So being mindful really is just like coming back into that seat of self and being like, okay, I'm here. I I am sitting in the driver's seat and I'm like my hands are at 10 and 2 when I'm looking straight ahead. I'm not getting distracted. I'm not, you know, believing the guy next to me is driving the car because no, he is not. I am. I am in the driver's seat. So the second that you're able to realize that. Become more mindful, realize that you are the one in the seat. Like, I don't know how else to reiterate that, but just understanding that I'm different from the thoughts that I experience helped me so much to overcome fear because every time those fearful thoughts start to intrude and they start to come up and I start to feel those feelings, I just realize, you know, I do some deep breaths and I realize, like, nope, I know, like, you know, your gut knows, your intuition, like, your soul knows. You know what's right for you truly. And you know, when it's, you know, like for me with the podcast is just kind of the example I'm using, but I just knew I would like it. I was like, I just know I'm going to, I have a gut feeling. It'd be a good outlet for me. The only thing that I was skeptical about was just my ability to like be confident and to share and be open and real with you. But I've been able to overcome that and it's been good so far. So it's like, being able to just be like, nope, I can do it. I know my own capabilities. I know my own limits. I know I can do this. And disregarding that fear, that is truly the epitome of mindfulness. Just taking a deeper seat and being like, I am who, like, this is me, you know? And 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 you don't have to fall into the traps of all these other worldly things that exist outside of you driving the car, which is- yourself. So hopefully that makes sense. But I think practicing mindfulness is so important and so, so awesome. And, um, lastly, like another thing to do, this has been really beneficial for me too, but just finding healthy outlets for stress and fear and anxiety. Like we do, I think, honestly, an unhealthy thing to do when we, we see fear is to just like brush it under the rug, like be like, just like not think about it. Like it's okay to like, you know, try to, compartmentalize and like put it away but I just mean if you start to feel those feelings of fear and you just like toss it aside and you you just like pretend like it doesn't matter to you that's when it starts to fester and grow and become more of like a chronic issue but if you have the capability to feel those feelings and know how to properly and healthily release them and and kind of calm them I think that's going to be really beneficial for you too just because it has been for me And just some examples of some things I like to do to relieve stress, journal is a huge one. Anytime I've had a really hard day and the same thing when I've had a really great day, like a big outlet for me is just like expressing my feelings. So writing things down is really awesome. Even just like talking to a loved one, talking to a friend, someone you trust, like nothing, nothing really like hits the spot for me more than coming home after a stressful day and just being like, riv guess what? And just like unloading everything on him and just having somebody there to listen to you is so healthy. But I mean, in my opinion, it's just like nice to get that out. But if you aren't comfortable with like verbally sharing things or you feel like you don't have, you know, a close enough relationship with someone to be like as open with things as you'd like to be, that's when I invite you to start journaling because it's so awesome to journal. It's just like a really good practice to get into. And that kind of allows you that outlet to just release some of these things and another one spending time outside i find so much peace so much happiness and just like um peace is is a good word but the word i'm looking for is different kind of like tranquility like it's like you just understand where you are and what challenges you face but you're just able to see more big picture and i feel like i'm really good at doing that when i'm in nature specifically like by a river or like hammocking. Like Riv and I talked about this last episode, but we love to hammock during the summer. It's just so chill to just like be out in the fresh air. And just be, you know, listening to the sound of the river and just chilling, just reading, just like unwinding is like one of my favorite things to do outside. Um, that can even be just like taking a walk. I feel like is so beneficial to me for clearing my head and, and just kind of like getting recentered. So I love to do that. Um, and also yoga is another thing that I really love to do. That really helps me to practice mindfulness to just kind of like recenter, help to release anxiety. Um, And I think a big part of that is because it's so interconnected to breath work and both of those things kind of go hand in hand for me. So I love that kind of a release. Um, Just spending time with loved ones again, like confiding in someone for sure, but even just being around like good, positive energy, hanging out with family, you know, again, like a trusted person, like close friends again, I think is super healthy just to like get that outlet um, and just to do something that maybe you normally wouldn't do, but that's just like so good when you're around those people that make you feel like the best version of yourself and they bring out the good in you and and they make you feel happy and, and warm and, and just like good those are the kind of people you want to spend time around so it really just comes down to kind of like paying attention to how you feel about yourself when you're around you know different groups of people like do you feel a little self-conscious or a little on edge or do you feel like inspired do you feel loved do you feel like kind of you know just just paying attention to those feelings and, and spending more time or, more time with those that make you feel good. I think it can really be beneficial for kind of managing fear and overcoming it too, just because that gives us kind of like a healthy outlet for that. So, those are just a few of my favorite things, um some of my like strategies I guess you could say on how to overcome fear and I've really been working on this a lot. And honestly, like just starting the podcast was a big one for me. So if there's something out there that you've been like wanting to try or, or wanting to start, whether it, you know, maybe it's, you want to start a blog or you want to start, um, you know, posting like more of your face on your social media, especially if you're an esthetician, like we really are our brand. And, and this really goes for a lot of different brands, but I think being vulnerable and being like personable on on social media is so awesome and in a great way for your community to really connect with you, but it can be really hard. It can be really challenging to put yourself out there. So maybe that's something you're dealing with Maybe you've been wanting to quit your job and try something totally new. Maybe you want to go to school for something different. Maybe you want to take a certification course or, or, or something new to your life. Maybe you're like, I want to start a family or I'm ready to get married or whatever those things that might be out there for you. Um, maybe you want to travel to a new country. Maybe you want to, you know, just, I don't know, try anything new, but anything that might be scary for us to do, anything that might potentially push us out of our comfort zone always is going to lead to growth because if it doesn't work out, it's still a learning experience. Like you will still evolve and grow so much and, and, and truly become, you know, closer to the highest version of yourself just by facing that fear and giving it your all and trying. And, and then at least that way, you know, okay, that didn't work out. You can like weed it out, but if you don't even try, you will literally never know. And you'll never grow without trying. So it's like, Overcoming fear has seriously been a life changer for me, and of course, I still you know struggle with fear occasionally. Of course, like definitely things I feel for I feel fearful about daily, and it's just something that it's like a constant practice of of being mindful and and just recognizing you know what like I am not those thoughts and I can do it and I am worth it, and I just kind of want to leave that with you. And I'm saying this to you too. And I hope that you're reiterating these words in your head, but you are worth it and you can do it. And the only thing separating you from somebody who does it and is successful is they were willing to try, like literally. So I just hope that that resonates with you. I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening to my rant. I feel so passionate about this. So it's just like so fun to talk about, but Thank you for listening in. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity to be here. I can't wait to talk again next week. And as always, I would love to hear your feedback. I love it when you guys send me DMs, leaving reviews, anything, all of the above is so wonderful. I just love to hear from you and it means the world, all of your support. And I just love it. So thank you so much for being here. Have a fabulous week. I'm super excited to talk to you guys next week. And um, yeah, have a great week. And I love you. Thank you for being here. Goodbye.